0: How is it going guys? Welcome to the Serious Angler Podcast. For those that are new to the show, the Serious Angler Podcast is created to highlight the many dedicated and passionate anglers in our fishing community today. To be able to provide them with an opportunity and a platform to share their story with the world. Thank you guys for listening and if you're not already, head over to my YouTube channel called Igbra Outdoors and click that subscribe button. Thank you guys for listening and enjoy today's episode. So in today's podcast, we host Darren Green, the Director of Sales for Line Cutters. If you haven't heard of line cutters yet, you probably live under a rock. Go check them out in the link below and check out Darren's story. Enjoy today's podcast. All think we're rolling. We're live. All right. Everybody, welcome back to another Sears Angler podcast. Tonight, we are joined by the Director of Sales of Line Cutters, Mr. Darren Green. How are we doing today, sir? Doing awesome, man. Doing awesome. Thanks for having us. Of course, of course. We have to have you on here. We obviously we knew uh, the line cutters brand is is making revolutions in in the fishing industry, which is why I want to have you on here to hear all about it. Uh, I recently I've made my first investment myself yes. in uh, in line cutters. We're gonna we're we're dwelling into it. We're we're getting with the times. So that's
1: awesome, man. That thing is a. Uh, we can't keep the zipper pull in stock right now, so you should feel feel good to have it that's for dang sure yeah yeah like i mentioned to
0: you i think the one thing i'm gonna do is have an elastic so i can have it on my zipper i can pull off and and on have the it's gonna be a to be a game changer for sure especially as a kayak fisherman like myself yeah the the amount of items in the kayak the better so uh before we get too in depth everything how i like to start every podcast is i want to know your story of how you got into fishing and who got you into it so i'd like to hear all about it
1: yeah so I uh, started fishing. I'm from uh, Minnesota, uh, 10,000 lakes, so we fish a lot. Um, grew up fishing my whole life. I ended up uh, playing baseball in Minnesota. Baseball, hockey, and fishing are like the three things we did. So it's kind of crazy. I lost touch of actually fishing for a long time because I, you know, I went to college to play baseball. I went and played some minor league baseball uh, all around the country. So I hadn't fished for a long time, and towards the end of my baseball career, I picked it up again. And, um, I fell in love, man. Like, again, it was like a, a whole new revolution. Like the first time I went, you know, like I went and bought all new rods and reels and it was, it, it, the emotion was awesome. So it helped me transition from baseball, which was my whole life. You know, I was really sad, you know, when I retired, you know, I sat in the stands and I kind of cried cause I was like, this is what I did for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I poured my heart out into fishing. So, um, you know, started fishing for fun, started doing some tournaments, getting into that stuff. And then, uh, yeah, I stumbled across line cutters and probably Vance's first six months of having the product. And here I am today. It's crazy. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear more about, you know, the story of
0: you getting involved and the idea, motivations behind it. But I, I want to backtrack a little bit about your story, as I could totally agree with you. And uh, I mentioned this before on a, on a podcast, I think what did with Tyler Sweet, who's a kayak angler up here in New York, um, how we used to be athletes and how we needed to, like yourself, how we, uh, all we knew was being an athlete growing up. And obviously we had hunting, fishing, what, what, whatever it may be on the side. Yeah. And you take time to focus on being an athlete because you can only be an athlete for so long. Whereas these activities, obviously we can do them until the later years. So, the big daunting thing for athletes as you know yourself is once that once that sport is over, what is that? What is left? Like if all you've known is being an athlete, what is there left to, I guess, be passionate about? And that's why us anglers who have been athletes before it's, it's a huge fallback and it's, it's a support system, you know, yeah. the community, the sport, it's, it's awesome to have that feeling of, you can still compete in tournaments. You can still learn and try to better yourself in an aspect, which is, you know, it's fishing. It's, it's amazing. It's, it, there, there is it's an undescribable activity for us people it's more of a way of life so
1: yeah and it's like a feeling like it's a rush like it's there's yeah. just so much to learn so that was what was awesome because you know when I was fishing all the time it was like we use bobbers and you know maybe a crankbait and stuff and now the the sport itself is just it's so elaborate there's so many channels there's so many things you can do where it just like like I was so excited to get back in and I went all in you know I'm I'm like, I'm gonna work in the fishing industry. Here we go. Forget baseball. I'm gonna be an angler and it's luckily it's it's work, which is really awesome. So
0: Heck yeah. So so let's hop into it then. Um I guess pretty much starting out, do you kinda wanna and I'm sure a lot of people listening know what line cutters is, but I guess do you wanna get from from your perspective and like and about uh line cutters, what is it all about?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, basically what we're doing is we reinvented the wheel when it comes to cutting fishing line. For the longest time, you know, use knife, scissors, fingernail clippers, which aren't going to cut 100-pound braid. Not everybody uses it, but even 4-pound braid cleanly. So, Vance, he's the owner of Line Cutters. He invented our very first one, so it's a Line Cutters ring. So, it can either be worn, if you can see this okay, So it can be worn. It's completely adjustable. So with the ring, a lot of guys don't want to wear rings when they're fishing. So you can actually mount this uh, around the butt of your fishing rod right behind your reel. That way it's always sitting there. Uh, Jackson Kayak, um, if any kayak anglers are out there, they're familiar with Jackson. Uh, They were mounting these right to their seats. We did a two-year deal with them, and we're looking at extending that as well. They actually would put these right to their kayak seat. So if you're sitting in your kayak, you have this right on your reel seat. And then that way you can cut all your tag ends. It'll never cut you. Um, They're dipped in titanium, so it won't rust. If you're doing any saltwater fishing, you leave it in your kayak, it gets wet. So that was our very first one. We took this idea to Shark Tank and did our deal with Dame and John. And since then, now it's involved into uh, we have a flat mount. So it's the top of the ring, only it has 3M tape on it. So again, for kayak anglers, you know, you can stick this on your transduce or like your fish finder. You can stick it on the side of your kayak, a tackle box, literally anywhere you'd like. Mm -hmm. And you, Bass guys will put this on there. I have one like on my rigging station, um, right on my fiberglass by my steering wheel. So that way, again, you can cut all your fishing line. You can put it anywhere you'd like. You're never looking like... In your pocket for a knife or scissors um and then the brand new one is a zipper pull which which you have and this one you can attach to bibs jackets lanyards retractors um t- you know soft side tackle big uh we we were with ike and ellie for a long time and when he did fish my city and going ike this is what was on his backpack and people were like what the heck is he cutting his fishing line with you know on a zipper and it was our product. So this one has been um you know this was the game changer this really got us into the, the bass world the peel and stick but the zipper pull we've sold like 120,000 units since April. Wow. Yeah, right. So oh, yeah. it's been crazy. 2020 is going to be out of control if I could To put it in a nutshell, um, you're going to see one of the major bass boats that's on the market right now is uh, putting all of our flat mounts on their boat as a standard feature. Oh. HCB Custom Yachts, we're talking million-dollar fishing yachts for saltwater. All of them are going to be on there. And uh, in 2020, you will see the zipper pull on one of the biggest name fishing clothing companies. It's going to be on all their bibs and waders. That is big news. An idea that we thought was just this crazy one-off we have a dream is now literally becoming the standard. That is, you guys are changing, changing the game. Yeah. It's it's nuts. It's been really awesome. It's been a good ride. You know, a lot of people are like, well, I've used, you know, my knife and my fingernail clippers for so long, you know, like, I don't. I don't want to change. And you know, I tell people, we used to roll down your windows with like a hand crank, and now you use a button. You know what I mean? Both do the same thing. Only one works better than the other. And you know, that's where we're excelling, uh, especially in the kayak world. Yeah, especially if you're reducing the amount of injuries from some
0: uh, some some people who like to accidentally cut themselves and and whatnot. Yeah. it's it's perfect for people that, you know, beat the bank and take around a tackle box. You know, you could put the the little the what do you call it, the appliance stick on the on the tackle box. It's you can with that there's endless options that you could do.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, calcos fishing. I don't know if you're familiar with calcos. Yep. So they have the new battle box. They actually reduced uh say refigured their um, tackle boxes to be what they call line cutters ready. So it's already stuck and built into their mold for you.
0: That's that's
1: <laughs> that, and again, awesome. that was them reaching out to us and we're like heck yeah we want to team up with you we think every if you're changing out a lure you might as well have something to cut your line you know what i mean
0: yeah no definitely that's like it's it's vital i mean to fishing like um obviously people you know fishing braid and whatnot you there's certain different things and aspects to it especially when you're fishing a heavier line like yeah. you need to have these things in your arsenal so it's 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 awesome but i'm, I'm really curious the um, I know you talked with Vance and and whatnot if you're his motivation, I guess or his light bulb that went off when you know creating this what what was this what's the story behind it?
1: yeah, it's uh it's 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 awesome I mean it's crazy like this whole ride has been crazy, but um we do a lot of off uh, offshore fishing, you know for sharks and I mean you name it anything that swims, we fish so Vance was actually fishing in the ocean, caught a shark, and the shark was all tangled up in the line. So he ran back to his tackle box. His knife had fallen in the sand. He stepped on his knife, almost cut off his pinky toe, and just thought, like, dude, there has to be a better way, safer way to cut fishing line when you're fishing. So he went back, got some JB welding putty, took a dental floss container apart, cut 50, you know, he cut 50-pound braid like a hot knife through butter, and the rest is history. Like, took that idea. I met him, you know, when he had just the ring in black and he's like, God, you gotta check this out. You know, we're gonna take this to Shark Tank and like literally everything that we've wanted to do. We've just we grind twenty four hours a day. Um and it happened, we got on Shark Tank, like, holy crap. You know, what's next? And we're like, but well, now we wanna get in the bass world and we just keep the train just keeps moving, but it all started with one crazy idea. Some guy with his his floss and uh, a, a bad shark running. <laughs> yeah, basically that's it. Like literally, I cut almost cut my toe off. I'm gonna make something better, and now it, it's just taking off. And you know, we're in different industries that we never even thought we would be in. That is, it's incredible. It's it, it's cool, like a different experience. You hear about when there's different products
0: and you kind of like you research them and how they kind of originated and the different small life experiences that make these tremendous products that kind of revolutionize a, a certain industry, a certain aspect. It's, it's super, it interests me a lot. It's, um, and one other thing I'm interested in is, is how, how did you get into working with Vance then when he was, you said it was six months in when you got affiliated. Yeah.
1: So basically Vance did, um, his very first expo, like a sports expo in Minnesota. Okay. And um, I went down, um, just like any other guy, looking at some products. And uh, my wife actually stumbled across Vance because she thought it was jewelry, you know, because there was rings sitting up. She was like, oh, that's weird that there would be rings at a, at a fishing expo. I'll go check it out. So she came over to me and she's like, you got to check this thing out. It's super cool. It cuts fishing line. So, I went over there, talked to Vance. We just kind of hit it off, and I love the product. So, then we started, you know, Instagram talking a little bit. I took him out fishing uh, for the first time. And uh, it's kind of funny. I had one of the best days I've ever had on the water. Like, it was off, it was just like lit, right? Yeah. Inside, I was like a schoolgirl, giggly. And he was like, You catch fish like this all the time? I was like, Yeah, for sure I do you know what I mean? So after that he was like dude I had such a good time fishing and I just started moving a lot of product and he brought me on pro staff and I was selling at basically anywhere. I would go to like bait shops you know in my bathroom as I was talking about it and I would just say like comment my name if you do an order and the next thing you know I'm doing my first trade show in Boston. I'm getting flown out to Boston to do a trade show. And uh, yeah, it's just evolved since then. And now I'm literally the director of sales. That, that's that's got to feel pretty
0: awesome being able to come from just pretty much being interested in something to now you're pretty much the face of the selling point of it.
1: It's- yeah. It, it, it Dude, it was nuts because uh, the first three years, you know, I was pro staff. But I told them, like, I want to work in the fishing industry. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to be part of it. I love the culture. I love everybody. And um, I was actually a consultant for one of the Fortune 500 banks. And I would work from Monday to Thursday, you know, my 50-hour week, basically. I'd fly out Thursday night on a red-eye. I would work our trade show booths Friday, Saturday, Sunday, take a red-eye home on Sunday. And I'd be back in my – my. uh office on Monday morning I did that for about three years you're a grinder man just super grinding anywhere I could sell I would literally sell it I mean uh I guide every once in a while as well and I had some guys out I got a hook in my finger that we tried to pull out the barb was actually stuck underneath my uh knuckle so I had to go to the emergency room our buddy came in to check on me and I was handing my business card to the nurse selling her while the doctor was pulling the hook out He's like, you have to be kidding me right now. I'm like, her husband fishes, man. He needs one of these. So, yeah. So I almost, like Van said, like you created your own position. Like you wanted it. You showed us. And, and I mean, here we are. And, and now it's it's like a dream come true. It's crazy. Well, congratulations. I mean,
0: Thank much. Gotta be, it's got to be an amazing feeling. And I mean, hey, I mean, the ones who want it go out and get it, right? I mean, it's. Um and now these are becoming obviously a staple. They're becoming like a perfect stock like a stocking stuffer. It's it's for perfect for for any angler too. It's I mean I mean, even if, you know, guys out there, I mean it might sound comical, but you know, if you're low on money and you need an engagement ring, that's perfect, you know, if she fishes. We've had
1: we've had engagements. We've had like we've had probably about fifteen or twenty people send us wedding photos, you know, like not, you know, obviously it's a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on one knee, handing him his line, you know, her line cutters and stuff. Like, it's been really, really cool. So, <laughs> yeah, it's something that, you know, your four year old angler could use because you can't cut yourself. Yep. Yet, we look on the Bassmaster Classic and we have Mike Iconelli, who is, I mean, Hall of Famer for sure, you know, using our products and, you know, a gantlet of them, or gauntlet, I should say. But that is incredible. So yeah.
0: for the anglers, I guess, obviously you've explained it a bunch, but for a lot of the I guess boat anglers and kayak anglers that are listening to this, um, I guess the, the, a lot of them will probably be like, oh, I'm fine with, you know, my scissors, it's, it's, it'll all be fine, I don't need a change. How would this help improve them, you know, moving
1: forward if they switch to a line cutters? Yep. So the big thing about our product is, one, it's, you can either wear it, you can mount it. You can, you know, you can put it on your rod, you can stick it to your boat, kayak, tackle box, Um, you can have it on your jacket. So, just never looking for a knife or scissors is awesome. It saves time, especially if you're fishing in a tournament and you need to change out a lure. Now, the reason why our products are so much superior to your typical knife, uh, even braid scissors, is all of our products. It is our patent that makes it, you know, the blade actually is is round. So if you look on a ring, so on the top of this ring, where it go?
0: Slide if you try to your left a little bit, there you go. All
1: right. So if you see that gold line through there, that's actually the top of the blade. It's 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 round. So yep. if we look at it this way, there you go. can see it guides in. I mean, if you get one, you'll see like both sides are curved. So our patent allows you to cut braid clean every single time. You're not going to get those frayed ends. Now, what happens is if you have scissors, there's a pivot joint or moving part, your scissors, you always have your, your pivot joint. So if you go and cut mono, which is a heavier diameter or thicker diameter than braid, it loosens up that joint. Then you go and try and cut braided fishing line that joins loose, so your scissors are kind of off, and you actually find yourself tearing it to get it, and then the braid phrase. Nice. So you can take mono, floral, braid, um, even for walleye fishermen who use lead core, you can cut lead core with our product, and you can still go back to four pound braid and get a clean cut. So, you know, a lot of professional anglers will have braid scissors and mono scissors, and you're like, why do I have two pairs of scissors that I'm probably paying a hundred and some dollars for, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No, so
1: it allows you to cut all your line, clean cut. It's safe. You know where it is. So you're not like, especially tournament anglers. Like, hey man, you have, do you have the snips? Well, you had them in the back of the boat. There, there's just none of that anymore. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. It is, especially for like kayak anglers. I can't tell you how many, Pairs of scissors are at the bottom of the lake because they're not attached to something. Whereas these, you can either attach them like like this one. I have it, I'll attach to my jacket once I get the an elastic piece for it. Yep. And then you like the the stick and apply. What I think that's the one. You, how you flat fall. off. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You can mount that to places that's not going to fall off. And then obviously the ring and the the one for your rod that's not going to fall off. You don't have to worry about these dropping to the bottom of the of the lake like you do. Scissors, unless you unless you have a kind of elastic cord, but then obviously that's just more bulk. Where this is small, it doesn't get in the way. It just it just seems like a it seems like a, a space saver to me, and, and one yeah. that and more. it doesn't
1: rust. You know, you can leave that out anywhere you want. You can saltwater fish with it, and it doesn't rust. It doesn't dull, um, where that's going to happen with your scissors and your knife. And again, just the whole safe issue behind it. You know, you could be a four-year-old, or you could be Ike both people are using the same product. You mean like how crazy is that? Yeah.
0: It's, it's gotta be a, a good proud moment for you guys seeing that up on the, the big, the big leagues of them using it and taking advantage of what it has to offer.
1: It's, yeah. Yeah. And you know, for them to be like, this is awesome is when you're like, huh, who would have thought we have something here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and for me, it was crazy for me to start meeting these people. You know, ICAST is a huge, huge fishing event. It's the biggest biggest fishing expo in the world. Um, And it's held, you know, every year in July. Uh, It's in Orlando. Um, We have a huge booth. We now throw literally one of the biggest parties of ICAST. Like four years ago, we had 250 people at our party. We thought, man, this is pretty cool. You know, Costa has you know, a couple thousand people and they have a waiting line. And we're like, man, I just one day, you know, one day that'd be really cool if that was us. And, you know, last year we had our biggest party, millions and millions of uh, Instagram followers. We had anywhere from the pro bass guys to the, the plagic girls fishing team to Damon John, who is our shark um, 30 minute waiting list to get on there. And we're just like, how, like, this is unbelievable. (laughs) You know what I mean? And for me to, like, be having a beer with Iconelli or, you know, Ish Monroe or Zona, I'm just like, what is going on here? (laughs) Like, one crazy idea and now I'm just, like, it's just, it's been mind-blowing. It's been awesome. I'm grateful. You know, I thank God for it every day. Yeah, it brings up the the cliche of uh, hard work pays off yeah uh Vance and I say we work 80 hour weeks now so we can work 40 when' we're, when we're older yeah. yeah hopefully those 40 hours will be efficient. but exactly yeah yeah definitely I
0: mean uh you explained a little bit a, a while ago that you know pretty much if you're not working which is very little time of the week that you're pretty much out on the water and you're grinding out because that's like that's your time away from you know obviously working but you're still technically you're, you're out there in a sense almost product. Uh, development or testing because you're still using these, correct?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We. Um, if I'm not working, I'm I'm on the water a lot, like a lot, a lot. I think I th- ice fish now. Again, I'm in Minnesota for the last eleven days. Um, whether it's five in the morning or I'm out till two a.m., uh, it's all about product testing. I mean, we have a new product coming out, which is going to. I mean, it's already it's crazy. Um, it's called the micro snip. Uh, we've, we've given little samples about it. A lot of the, uh, pro guys are already using it, uh, product testing for us right now. And we have awesome feedback, but we're doing our own videos, our own product testing. Um, and it's, it's all different. You know, saltwater guys don't use little tiny micro jigs for ice fishing. So I'm product testing, like being able to cut knots, braid, mono, floral, just trying to make it the best that we possibly can. So yeah, if we're not working, we're literally fishing, which, you know, sometimes it's a chore. You're doing a lot of videos, a lot of pictures, and really all you want to do is fish. (laughs) It sounds dumb, you know, but yeah. yeah.
0: Well, dude, like when you're, when you're spending that much time on the water and you're working that often,
1: I mean, where, where do you sleep? I don't, I literally (laughs) sleep very, very, very limited. And, um, yeah you get to sleep when you're dead my friends are like you are insane like vance myself colin like we just go 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 like i just love it but you love you know again it's very cliche like if you love what you do it's not working yeah you know what i mean but it's like gosh to be able to work talk fishing then go fishing and you're still working it's just it's a great feeling and um yeah, it just it just keeps you going. I'll get a couple hours of sleep, get to the gym in the morning, which re-energizes me, and then I'm back to emails, calls, meetings, fishing. Um, yeah, it's it's been wild. That's awesome. they having two
0: different offices, and it's uh, a <laughs> yeah, pretty sweet. But uh, I guess I'm sure you might be limited with information. But one thing I was going to ask um, is, do you have like a preview for what's to come in 2020 with Blank Cutter? I'm sure you want to want to drop some knowledge and whatnot on iCast but um is there anything for the folks listening in now um that you could share
1: yeah the big thing is going to be the uh, micro snip when that thing comes out it is i literally i don't even want to say the word i hate the word game changer um because it seems like everybody uses that like oh this new lure is a game changer like there's been 10,000 lures like what's the difference but um it's, it's awesome. Um, like I said, a lot of the, it's been product tested by some of the biggest names in the industry and they're, they're gun ho about it, which gets us even more excited. Uh, so that'll be awesome. Um, we released that I cast, um, we have our own rods now. So we have kayak series rods. Mm. Um, so they're, they're freaking sweet. Um, I use them in the kayak, uh, as well as on the boat. You can use them anywhere. You know, it's, just shorter handles just things for kayak anglers um but they're awesome so we have um two of the best rod makers that have ever lived um creating our our blanks um you made in america made in texas they're awesome uh icast and, and uh so we're not a rod company you know but we want to branch out and have a retail store essentially so we released our smart rod at iCast, so did uh Abu Garcia. So, pretty crazy that you have that high of a company and you releasing the smart rod at the same time. That's the one that has the like the, the butt end, has the the and angler, correct? The angler bullseye, right in the in the butt. Yep, that's so. awesome. I didn't yeah. realize you guys were part of that. Yeah, yep. We uh. We did at the same time, but, you know, we got overshadowed by them because they're like, check it out, you know. But, yeah, um, yeah ours are awesome. Uh, you know, they have their own rod builders. But ours, gosh, once you get your hand on it, it's basically a custom rod for half the price. We had – it's all North Fork composite. Uh, the top of our – two top guides actually glow uh, for night fishing, so you'll be able to see that it has dual reel locking system. So if you've ever been fishing and all of a sudden your reel gets a little loose, you gotta lock it down again. We have dual locking, so that'll never happen. They're like extremely light. I mean, they're, gosh, they're, they're just crazy. They, they're, they're awesome rods. So uh, we have a lot of orders for that. Um, we're gonna get those out finally into production, start showing people, um, yeah, it's just been wild. <laughs> and we have another one that we're gonna call the diesel rod that you'll it's for more of like your weekend warrior uh anglers where you can actually take the tip and bend it all the way to the handle and it won't snap if you were to step on it it's not going to snap um yeah so you can just beat the tar out of it and yeah and just save you some money so we're getting into that um yeah and we got some other things coming down the road that we can't talk about quite yet but it's going to be it's going to be wild it's
0: really exciting. I'm gonna have to uh, to monitor, you know, the progress of the rods club. I think I might have to invest and give uh, give one a shot, especially being yeah. a, a kayak angler like myself. But uh, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Um, yeah, they're, they're pretty sweet. Yeah. So I asked you about you know your plans and whatnot as a preview for 2020. But I'm I'm also curious. Um, is there a story that you have that kind of really stands out when you look back on your time? You know, starting out and meeting Vance, like, is there a story that really like that comes to mind first that you're like, "Holy crap, that happened," and then you just keep thinking about it constantly.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, it um, it was when I did my very very first expo. Like, um, Vance and I were kind of talking about it. I'd never done the expo in my life. You know, I just I sold to retail shops or anybody that was listening. I would tell them about it, right. And I was talking to a guy from um, Boxborough, Dan Kenny, and he runs a, a big expo circuit up in Boston, Massachusetts. And he messaged me, and he was like, "Hey, man, I can't wait to see you in three weeks in in Boston." I'm like, "What are you ta- What are you talking about?" He's like, "Oh, well, Van said that you're coming to Boston to work an expo." You know, and never I didn't hear that, so I <laughs> called Vance. He's like, "Yeah, can you make it?" I'm like, "Dude, that's awesome." literally in my crapping my pants. So he <laughs> flew me out to Boston. All the product was waiting. I set up the booth for the first time and I didn't know what I was doing. Um, So I whoever, you know what I mean? Like whoever came to the booth, I sold the crap the much as I can, you know, like this is how it works. And yeah. I just, you know, and then I'm on my way home. Uh, you know, I was on my way to the air- airport and I'm just like, I can't believe that that just it's three days of, like, mad chaos and meeting so many people, you know, because we just recently had been on Shark Tank. So people were coming up, and I've met, you know, like, Filthy Anglers. Um, Sully, Jim Sullivan, is, like, literally one of my best friends now, and he, he created Filthy Anglers. I met him there, and i it's just weird. It's like a whole new family. So that show alone just, just resides, like, it, it was awesome all right but i mean you know, never forget like anything that happened that weekend
0: yeah it, it, when you think about that I and mean, you think about yourself as like a, a salesperson and then you go to these shows not only are you creating connections with the work and the people who you're selling to but you're also creating connections with people who are at the shows who are might be you know your competition but you know we all know obviously fishing you know has competition there's people who can be um obviously take competition in certain ways but A lot of companies compete for a greater good for like obviously for it's for the angler and connections in more avenues than you really think until that until that connections made you don't realize until you take a step back you're like okay I made a connection here 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 like all over the place and that's that's gotta be awesome like because you have to know people from all over the place by this by at this point with how many trade shows you've done and yeah you've made and that helps your brand that builds trust in it Building, like, obviously, I'm sure you and Vance and and Colin know it, you know, relationships is everything in the fishing industry. It's, and I think you guys are doing a great job with that, so.
1: Thank you. Yeah, we, you know, we want to grow uh, organically. We always tell people, like, you can go out and you can, you know, you'll see companies that pay supermodels to work at their booth or to promote their product, Um, and I mean, it it can work for you, you know, don't get me wrong by any means at all. Um, but we want to grow organically. All of our relationships are, are like mutual, like how is, it's like a family. So for example, um, you know, I just brought the team up to Malax. We had team members come from like seven, I think seven or eight different States uh, to come ice fishing. Some of them have never ice fished before including uh, Jacqueline Crooks. I'm not sure if you are familiar with her, Uh, but if so, check her out. She's awesome. Um, She promotes us in the fishing industry. She is, um, she's just awesome. But for her to come out, you know, for other companies, you know, people are like, how much did you pay her? And we're like, nothing. She's like our, our friend at this point, you know what I mean? So it's relationships like that. And it just, you know, it just keeps, it's crazy that the people that you see on Instagram um and now they're our friends. So like uh Cami Cakes, we go to Louisiana, we go fishing with her where people are just like, I can't believe that you guys know these people. And we're like, yeah, they're, they're our friends. Or we go to Florida and, and it's just, it's mind boggling. Like the connections that we have to go shark fishing in Florida with, uh, the Bikini Bow Fishing Team and Eddie, and they're putting us on these huge sharks and stuff. And we're just like, who thought that this was going to happen? So the connections, I don't know, it's just contagious. Like uh, Pete, who you had, I, th- I kind of told you this before, Pete, who you just had on the show. Yep. Um, it's like our team has this, this magnetic force, Theo, that brings in everybody that's good. Uh, and I met Pete. He was going to buy my boat off of maybe Facebook or Craigslist, and uh, he's like, "Can you hold the boat for me for a couple months?" I was like, "Sure." That'll you know help me, <laughs> you know, get a down payment for the next one I'm going to get. Next thing you know, Pete and I are super good friends. He's fishing on our team. He's traveling. He's coming out to ICAST with us. It's just like, how did this happen? You know what I mean? And now Pete's blowing up. He got his YouTube channel and. We support all of our anglers, whether we use them. You know, they use it as a platform to meet people to get where they want to go, and it's just been a ride that we never thought was going to happen. That's awesome, and the best part about it is,
0: you know, those connections, those relationships, they're endless. You know? Yeah, uh, the ones you make and you have and you, you're you're containing, they're going to last until until the end, and and obviously. Each trade show, each day, each media post, each like or a simple comment um, creates a new relationship. And like it's, it's an endless amount of, of relationships. And it. it's going to keep growing as you guys grow. Uh, and it's cool to see these organic companies come out that are down to earth and you know, are really for the angler and not just there to make money. It, right. you are there to support the community. And that's what's awesome about it.
1: Yeah, and we do, you know, we do a lot of uh, volunteer work. Uh, we have a junior staff team that is like one of the best in the world. Um, I wish I could catch the fish that our 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds were catching. It's <laughs> mind-blowing. Um, and it's cool. You know, we do a lot of stuff with them. And yeah, it's, 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 I don't even know how to explain it anymore. I'm just baffled every day of what I'm seeing.
0: Well, I guess pretty much we'll, we'll 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 get into some fun questions in a second here, but yeah. I, uh, on a note to kind of cap off uh, our our segment uh, is you know to to keep grinding, you know, keep working on doing what you do because you do a great job at it. But take a, a second, you know, to step back each day and kind of realize where you are and appreciate what you have. Like, and I think that that can't be said enough. So I think you know, you're doing a great job at at everything you're doing, and you and your team is as well. So thank you
1: that's we we love to hear it and that's i mean at the end of the day like that's what we want to hear like you know we got to run a business but you know, i don't know it, it's it's just cool to see people appreciating us and letting us be part of you know their their career their moments their fishing career i guess you could say it's really cool yeah it's it's gonna be exciting
0: to see what is to come and uh what different things you guys have coming out and you know the the revolutions and different impacts you guys are gonna make so I'm pretty excited. Heck yeah. Yeah so so moving forward, we're gonna get in some some fun questions here, but before we 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 happen uh, before we, we cap into it. Yeah uh, is there any social media or any different figures, anybody else you want to shout out before we hop into it?
1: Ah oh, gosh. I would uh shouting out, you know, I'm gonna spend this whole weekend with some pretty cool people. You have uh, the hat on. So Tom from Hooked and Tagged, uh, him and Sarah, they're uh, those are su- again super cool people. We really really surround ourselves with awesome people. Uh, Filthy Anglers, if you don't, you know, follow those guys. Super good company as well. We'll be with them all weekend. Um, and then obviously Vance and Collins, a Horski, man. The whole Zahorski family is is been awesome. So you know, follow follow uh, Vance. Uh, line cutters, Colin, myself, um, you know, we branched off from our, our main page. We have the line cutters page, of course. Uh, but we want to keep it professional. You know, not that we do unprofessional things, but you get to see the quirky sides of all of our, uh, personalities on our personal pages, which is kind of cool too. So, um, yeah, those would be uh, our main people because if they, if, uh, Zahorsky family didn't happen, we wouldn't be here. I think, uh, I think personally, as like, as
0: someone who knows the business aspect, the marketing side, and also a consumer, I think it's important. I think that the companies that show the personal sides of their of their workers from bottom to top, I think those are the ones that do well and get the most loyal and re- re- most retain uh, retained customers. I think in my mind. Yeah, uh, you guys do an amazing it's, job with that. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, watch our stuff. It's pretty crazy at expos. We do like uh, the hot sauce challenge. Like we. We hours at eating like hot stuff, like whether it's the one chip challenge or some weird hot sauce. You can come to our booth and Vance will make not make you do it, but if you do it, you get free stuff. It's I mean it's hotter than crap, but it's just people (laughs) come to our booth like, "What do you guys have for us to eat now?" You know what I mean? It's just like, I mean, it's crazy. It works. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, hope, I hope to one day make it down to
0: ICAST, so look out, I do pretty well with spicy stuff, so hope well, you... Game, game on.
1: Well, <laughs> I mean, we're doing 44 Expos the next three months, so I would be super surprised if we weren't in your area somewhere. Well, you guys have to let me know, and I'm sure we'll be making it up
0: to so I can head over there and say hello and stop around for a while, so... Heck yeah. Pretty, pretty awesome. So we'll, we'll get into some fun questions here, too. Sure. To to move on from the nitty-gritties of of line cutters and the amazing things you guys do. But more questions geared towards you and your and your person. Um, I like to to ask these questions because everyone else, everyone answers differently. Um, So basically to start out, um, what is your if you can only pick one, what is your favorite lake and your favorite bait?
1: So Man, it's hard. Favorite lake. I got... Can I do two favorite lakes? Go for it. Two favorite lakes. Only the reason one's close and one's far. Uh, so, Mille Lacs, Everybody knows about Malax. I'm sure. Yep. Uh, so, that that's my far lake. That's about two and a half hours away. Huge smallmouth. Um, but I got a little honey hole by my house. It's not yeah. a very big lake. And I... Uh, this this year, I caught my uh, PB in there. I caught a 6'5". So... Minnesota, the state record's 8-3. So I've become friends with the DNR because I'm there all the time. And they're like, well, you know, they go and they do all their, their research. And they said that they had shocked a nine, which is still in there. So I am set on this lake like, yeah, I, I need that fish. But favorite lure, I throw a jig. I am a huge, huge jig fisherman. I love it. Also, any like specifically like a flipping jig or football? Uh I go with the flipping jig. So I'm big, uh, the the Ike flipping jig, mini flipping jig. Yeah. With a craw trailer, that is my go to all the time. Awesome. I mean, you can't beat a jig. You can't beat a jig bite. So. No God, no. I always tell people, you know, jigs, jigs are for pigs, man. And <laughs> I've caught all my big fish on jigs, and I mean, it, it's it's such a rush, like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Do you fish jigs? I fish everything needed for a, I like
0: to. I like to use. I like to fish different scenarios and branch off and use different things. You see my. I, I just. Uh, I'm creating a rod in real arsenal video that I'm actually I have on down below my uh, computer right now that I'm editing. Nice. But it, uh, I might. It's so branched out. Like I just got a swim bait rod that I have. I'll show you right here that I'm going to try. In my arsenal this year, uh, is getting into bigger swim baits. Um, the, uh, mag drafts. Have you ever used any mag drafts for these, these big ol' suckers? Oh yeah, and I got the the 10 inch ones. Like Dang. These. So I got a big bite. Yeah, I got a, a big heavy uh, swim bait rod that's you can use for a rigs. You can use glide baits, anything from drop shots to Nikos to all the way to. I I love to flip personally. That's my favorite flipping. But it's also close with throwing a jerk bait. I love a good jerk bait bite. Uh, pretty much. I like to just fish the scenario, so I, I guess I fish everything. So yeah. I have a lot of tackle. <laughs> yeah, no, more I, than uh, the obsession you know really should a, a, amount to. But um, jigs, yes, jigs to get. You know, long answer short, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I no, no, I, like I, I'm the same way. Like you know, I like crank bakes, I love jerk baits. Um, I really like the chatter bait because you can. Mm-hmm. I mean, blade jig, you can throw that anywhere you want. But anytime I like see structure, a dock, any of that stuff, like I have two jig rods ready to rock, like immediately. That's awesome. And you just can't beat it, dude. You, you ser- can't. yeah. You flip under something or by a log and your line goes complete to the right in two seconds, like and you just set the hook, like you can't beat that. It's like a rush. You flip, and you get the dunk. Yeah. And like, All right, and you reel down and you crank,
0: yeah. yeah. Panning out concussions, you know? Basically, yes. <laughs> So, so my next question, and this one's my favorite one, is if you were to invite any three people, past or present, to dinner to pick their brains,
1: who would they be? Uh, three people. It'd be I would any. have to go one with Bill Dance. Okay. When I love that guy. Um, I don't know if you've had a chance to meet him, but he's a hoot. He's he's awesome. Um, Ike and Ellie, just because... You can't go wrong with Ike, and entertainment value alone is, is worth it right there. Um, and then I think I'd have to go with the G-Man just because, no, let me retrain, refrain from that. I'd have to go with, with Fighter Man, Mr. Seth, because he's a he's a local boy and just down to heart. But those three guys you've pretty much covered any type of fishing you would possibly need right there. That's awesome, man. Let's talk about a guy that loves jigs too, Seth. He yes. talks about that all the time, you know.
0: Him and his staple at what was it like Minnetonka, where he just absolutely crushes them.
1: So yeah, oh yeah, he crushes on Tonka. Um, he, you know, when he won Angle of the Year, was up on the LAX, and you know that was a turning point for his career. So it's really cool to to watch that happen. You know what I mean? And um, and he will contest to that was it, and now. Now he's the fighter man, like the llama. Like, he's everywhere, dude. He's awesome. So he's yeah, yeah, and and he's just a great guy. Like I said, he I think he lives now twenty minutes from us, so we I mean we see him often. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. How about you? Well, who would you be? Your three guys? Oh jeez, um, see, so you're the first one to ask me it back. Yeah, you have to. It's an interview. You got you got to you got to interview the interviewer. Okay, all right, I'll play your game. Um,
0: I'll have to go with The Rock for for the first one. The Rock, he is a good bass fisherman. He he does fish. Yeah. Yes, I, I will just he he got voted like the the man of the year or whatnot. But just because I I I follow his social media page and just watching the different investments and avenues that he tries to attribute himself to, yeah. While also keeping such an a omen to family, I think it's just super interesting. I would love to. Kind of pick his brain because he's had quite the road too, from yeah. you know wrestling and uh, football, pretty much going yeah. almost going pro for football, uh, yeah. you know coming from almost having nothing, you know. So yeah. I would like to talk to him. Um, Brandon Polnick has been one of my favorite anglers growing up. Uh, I love how his YouTube, like he does his YouTube, I my, one of my favorite channels to watch, just how he fishes and how diverse he can be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, pretty much, I know he struggles in Florida, but I mean. Pretty much wherever the guy goes, he he's at it. He's practicing. He just wants to get better. Um, lives a healthy lifestyle. Tries to uh, as much as he can at being a traveling angler.
1: Yep.
0: Um, and last one. Oh boy. It it can be tough. I'm trying to think. I probably go. I probably go Greg Hackney. Just because that dude, when you get him on a tangent, it seems like he just goes on forever, and he yes. gets so into it. And he's another guy, another jig guy, too. Like, he he loves to flip. He loves to power fish. I love to power fish. It, it's – I'd have to go with that. I mean, there's so many you could pick, though. Like, it's it's hard to get that, that best three. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's why I love asking it, because that's a hard question. I mean – Especially uh, on the
1: spot. Yeah, I didn't think Exactly, of it. yeah
0: one of my first episodes I did was I had on Mikey balls and he goes, he goes, I got to stop you for a second. I might swear at you right now. So you might have to edit this out. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It's funny, but it's cool. Cause it kind of picks your brain. And you know, it's an interesting answer. So, yeah. So my last question here is how I like to cap things up and end the episode is uh first thing that comes to your mind. Doesn't require too much thought. Just the first thing that comes to mind is what's your favorite fishing memory?
1: It literally is uh, my uh, PB this past summer. Like, I know it's super cliche, but man, I just grinded on that lake and it, it happened. And God, it was awesome. <laughs> walk,
0: walk us through the uh, cast to catch.
1: Cast to catch. Uh, I've been getting them pretty frequently on the jig for like the past, like that whole week. Any tree down. I I was on it like they were on there I brought a couple people out they had a good time I showed them how to use jigs so I knew the bite was on went out early in the morning and it just was a bust like literally it was terrible so my wife had called and she said hey we need to get out and I said all right I'm just gonna run one last one last stretch you know the one last catch right and I got to the very very last tree down threw it in there and I felt the nibble, I set the hook, and it just didn't move. I thought I was snagged, and then it just took off. And I was all by myself. I didn't have the net, so I literally put my rod down once I got it close to the boat, and I reached over and I bear hugged it. Threw it in the live well, laid on the back deck, and I screamed like Ike. Like everybody in the lake knew what was going on. So I was just freaking out. I didn't have a scale, so another boat came over to check on me to make sure I was okay. I used his scale to weigh it. And uh it just was, like, surreal. Like, I'm like, it, it was, all. Aw- I mean, the most corkiest way to get it, but I'll never forget the adrenaline rush when that thing took off. Oh, I bet. It's, it's when you see that head, I think it's when everyone's like, oh,
0: like an oh, crap moment. It's like yeah, it's, it settles in. We're like, all right, this is a giant. You know, yeah,
1: and I was, like, down in the dumps because it was, like, it was so hot you know, for that whole week. And I, I mean, I caught maybe four all morning long and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to head home. Let me flip this one last tree branch. And, mm-hmm. and that was it. You know, like it, it was, God, God dang. Now I'm get, I already got goosebumps talking about it. <laughs> what was your PB prior to that six? Uh, like a five, one. Oh, that's a big jump. Huge jump. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Five, one to, to six, Five. Yeah, when I stuck that thing, like I said, and it didn't move. I hadn't felt that, you know what I mean? Like, and, and I've now, you know, I caught bigger ones um, in in Texas. I had an eight one in Texas, but it it's Minnesota, man. Like, that's where that's where I, I want to break the record. Um, you know, and I was super happy with the eight one there, and they're all like, "Oh, that small thing." I'm like, "Are you kidding me, dude?" It's like <laughs> a state record in Minnesota. Get off me! Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, the PB in Minnesota definitely is my favorite.
0: Awesome. Well, Darren, it's been uh, it's been awesome to have you on here and talking about line cutters and the, you guys' story as a company and as your story as uh, as an angler yourself. Um, so I'm really looking forward to having you back on down the road and staying in touch to see what you guys do with with the business and the endeavors you guys chase. Uh, I really would like to get you guys back. I mean, even have the three of you on. To do uh, once iCast goes out and you guys make your announcements, to have you on to talk more in depth and get our listeners and viewers into you know the products you're using because I believe in what you guys are, are doing with the the company. It's it's awesome. It's it's down to earth. You're doing it for the anglers. Um, and you're doing it in a creative way. So I, I really love it and I appreciate you taking time out of your very busy schedule to uh, sit down and talk with me.
1: Well, thank you. Yeah, like I said, I was happy to do it. You know, we're packing the truck. I'll leave at four in the morning, drive twelve hours to Detroit, and we'll be working tomorrow.
0: Well, good luck, and uh, when you guys make your way up to the to the Northeast and the New York area, do let me know. I'll be more than happy to uh, to head out that way. And how far and- are you
1: from Suffern? Suffern. Suffern, New York. Suffern. Uh, three, three hours. Three hours. I think that might be the closest we get to you
0: this year. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll touch base offline, and sure. uh, we we'll get something figured out. I'll be
1: sure to cool, cool. come meet up with you guys. But, Sweet. again, appreciate you taking the time. Have a good night. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, and uh, stay in touch, man. we Will do. Awesome, we man. Have a good night. You too. See you, guys.
0: Hey, guys. I just want to say thank you for listening to my podcast in its entirety. With that being said, if you'd like to support the Serious Anger podcast, please head to my page and click support. Any amount really helps me able to create content for you guys and also helps me you know pay the bills which gives me more time to make podcasts for you guys thank you guys again for listening to the serious angler podcast and we'll see you guys next time